Hello, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Abdullahi Labaron, and today we are going to discuss about central bank digital currency. So, Bitcoin is great, huh? But why can't I use it to buy copy or pay taxes? Well, Bitcoin is a form of digital money. Using it as a day-to-day -day currency may be is not the most ideal. This use will likely be served by another type of digital asset, central bank digital currency. Most countries are only exploring the idea of a fully digital currency, while others are already testing out implementations. But what makes central bank digital currency different from other digital assets? Let's find out. So in this introduction, the technology behind moving money around in traditional finance has not really been keeping up with the pace of change in the rest of the world. Well, it is only a little more than sending bits from one place to another. Sending money can be costly and take more time than it will be ideal. Many governments are actively developing a new type of digital currency. The main benefit will be to increase the efficiency of payment systems and lower cost of for everyone involved. You could think of central bank digital currency as digital fiat, money built on a new technological layer inspired by advancement brought forth by blockchain technology. It is likely that many countries will adopt this digital currency in the next decade. So how do they work? In this case, let's discuss about what is a central bank digital currency. A central bank digital currency, CBDC, is a digital form of fiat currency. As such, it is established as money by government regulations. The approach to designing a central bank digital currency will likely vary a lot based on issuing country. Some implementations will likely be based on blockchain or some other types of distributed ledger technology, while others could likely be just a centralized database. The blockchain-based ones will use a token to represent digital form of fiat currency. While we could argue that central bank digital currencies are inspired by cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Rifle, and so on. They are quite different. Central bank digital currencies are issued by a state and declared legal tender by a government. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin are borderless and are not issued by any state or centralized entity. Of course, that is not to say that you won't be able to make cross-border payment with central bank digital currency. But Bitcoin doesn't even know what national borders are. Many central banks are considering or even actively experimenting with a proof of concept for central bank digital currencies. Let's take China for example. China has been working on a project called DC slash EP, standing for Digital Currency Electronic Payment. Since 2014, an active trial for the digital yuan has already been ruled across various cities in China. 
The European Central Bank ECB has issued a report on, in October 2020 that proposed a digital euro and assessed the merit of such a digital currency. Now, our second topic for the day is um, understanding central bank digital currencies. From a technological standpoint, a central bank digital currency is essentially a database run and controlled by the government or possibly approved entities in the private sector. This is why central bank digital currency is a permission database as only approved actors have the ability to transact on the network. As such, the centralized entity controlling the database also has the ability to prevent transactions from going through, revert transactions, freeze, phones, or blacklist addresses. Many central bank digital currencies will probably run on their own blockchain. However, some of them may be issued on public blockchain. This way, they will have permission assets being settled on top of a permissionless base layer. This could provide the best of both worlds as the permission layer could provide the needed control for central banks, while the permissionless layer could provide the strongest security guarantees. This, however, likely won't be the norm. At present, no public blockchain has the technological means, no stood the test of time long enough to simply be able to handle such an important tax. Other than that, it is somewhat difficult to generally outline how a central bank digital currency works. As, as, as such, each country will have a different approach. They will and most likely tailor the technology to their specific needs. Benefit of central bank digital currencies. So let's look at the benefit of central bank digital currencies. You may have heard the press banking the unbank in relation to cryptocurrency before. Well, the idea does have some appeal. Central bank digital currency could likely achieve the goal better than the centralized cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Any legal citizens having easy access to a low-cost bank account can increase financial inclusion. Another benefit is the technological advancement that overhauling the money system can bring. While a good portion of fiat money is essentially numbers in a database, most of the infrastructure is quite dated. Sending an email on a Sunday afternoon takes a few seconds, as it should, however, thanks to the currently convoluted financial system, sending money can take multiple days. During the economic responses to the COVID pandemic, we have seen that central banks need to act faster than ever. Central bank digital currency may enable central banks and financial institutions to implement changes in monetary policies more directly than ever before. This has the potential to overhaul how central banks work. A central bank digital currency also makes it easier for government and central banks to track illicit activities. So now let's look at the relationship between central bank digital currencies versus stable coins. So all this sounds awfully like a stable coin, right? 
functionality they are somewhat similar they both represent fiat money in that form of a digital token however under the hood they are quite different the issuance of stable coins is typically handled by a private entity and they are basically a representations of fiat money or some other asset they can be redeemed for the value they represent but they are not fiat money well central bank digital currency on the other hand are issued by government as fiat money now let's also look at the relationship between central bank digital currency versus cryptocurrencies as we have mentioned earlier central bank digital currencies are different from cryptocurrencies central bank digital currencies are issued by a central bank and issued legal tender by the government you call think of central bank digital currency like banknote it is a unit of account a means of payment and a store of value well true cryptocurrencies such as bitcoin are quite different they are not issued by a government and don't really concern themselves with national borders they are permissionless trustless and censorship resistant in addition, there is no centralized entity controlling the network. No one can block blacklist your Bitcoin address from sending or transacting to another Bitcoin address. So, which one is better? It, is, it depends on the use case, the fact that allies can send Bitcoin to both without any middleman or anyone having the ability to censor the transaction is a powerful idea. At the same time, it does have its downside what if a huge chunks of money is stolen what if allies accidentally send her life savings to a wrong address sometimes it can be useful for an entity to have the power to revert transaction or blacklist addresses other times it is more useful to reap the benefit that a decentralized network like bitcoin can offer the world so my closing thoughts in short, we can say that central bank digital currencies are a digital form of fiat money. Many of the implementations of central bank digital currency will likely use blockchain technology and provide a more frictionless way for anyone to make digital payments. Thank you for listening.